Welcome back, everybody, to the Gaming Goons Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, alongside here with Luke. And Joey is here as well. And we are going to talk about some interesting facts about some computer games, Adobe Flash uh, games. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Addicting so- games and everything in between. So I'm going to start this off by saying I really have no idea about this topic. I've never yes, really been into computer rattling, gaming. You were rattling off names earlier. Some of them. Some of them. Give, give, give us a couple that you know. Uh, so a couple off the top of my head that I was writing down were Line Rider. Okay. Loon's Tower Defense. Yes. SAS Zombies. Of course. And Fireboy and Water Girl. Those are the games I played the cool. most. Joey, Lime, give me, give, give me two you, or three. What did you say first? Line, line rider. rider. What is that? Remember when you had to like create the lines, oh, and then you had a guy, okay. and he would ride down. Like, he was like on a bike or a sled or something? It was like the... Uh, it was pretty cool. I liked it. was like the demo version of Happy Wheels. So here's a hot take. Okay. I think the evolution of all these Flash games are now mobile games. I don't even think that's a hot take. I think that's just correct. That's just accurate. Because when you say line rider, I, like, I remember that now that you mention it. But yeah. It's, like, mm. it's on mobile mm. now. There are some mobile games that are pretty similar like that. Yeah. Well, that was one of the most popular ones. Right. At the time. But yeah. one of the more popular ones now that, like you said, have switched to mobile is Bloons mm. Tower Defense. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. And I still play that one to this day. I love I that I think game. that's one of the games that survived. The flash uh, yeah. era. Yeah, that's... It's popular. For it still sure. is. Yeah. Blues Tower 6, I believe, they're on right now. Yeah, I think they're on 6. I think they're even Bloons, making a 7th. Oh, they I wouldn't will. even they be surprised. Bloons TD4 is the best one. Yes, I that's agree with that. the best combination. Once you get the Super Monkey, it's wonderful. Mm, 5 is up there, though, with it. 5's solid. I really but, um, like 5. But, yeah. Um, yeah, these websites still exist, despite yeah. Adobe Flash being kind of, like, shut down. Concluded um, in 2020, right? I, 2021, I believe. Mm, okay. But, uh, so the websites that I can recall, there are four of them. There is Addicting Games, Armor Games, Crazy Monkey Games, and then Liquid Games. Crazy Monkey it. Games yeah. was a good one. Um, Mini Clip. Mini, Mini Clip, Clip was yeah. huge because they mm-hmm. had one of the ones where you could log in and it could save your player data. So you could go back to where your oh, really? progress that, was and that's you could a, start from there again. That's wow. a great point on that because 8-Ball Pool the app mm. is a mini clip game yeah so that oh. serves as joey point of its translation from adobe to mobile so you can really kind of see that growth and how it ad- 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 adapts i just had a stroke but not for me um, so one of the favorite games i ever played was raise uh joey did you ever play one remind me what it is the name sounds familiar so it's a it's a 2D platform shooter, and basically you would run through the levels, and it would it would. You, there's a couple of uh, campaign levels, but most of the time you would just jump into multiplayer. So you're in basically 2D Call of Duty lobbies, and so your mouse would be the direction yeah. of you had a 360 degree. Um, you can go in whatever uh, angle you want, but you would have nine weapons, and they would all be locked to one of your F keys. And then finally, uh, so you can switch between any of them, and then it would go kills to like thirty. And so it was, it was just this really fun, really, uh, and you can battle against like aliens, robots, zombies, all that good stuff. Uh, but it, that was one of my favorites. Another one was Castaway. That one was like an RPG. Anybody? No, I don't think so. 
So you I've, like uh, wake up on an island. It's kind of like Link's I Awakening. Think I played that. I think I. Did. I think you I told you to play that. Yeah, you fight monsters yeah. and you, you like you have the same animation of like there's three frames. You're standing. Your sword goes up. It swings, and then you're back to the recycle. Yeah. Um, but you can level up, and there's like four sections of the island you have to go through. Hmm. It's a it's a really good game. Um, Joey, what are your, some of your favorites? Thing thing. Have you heard of Thing Thing? I have not, no. Really? It's kind of like a 2D platformer. You're okay. up and down, a 360-degree wheel for yeah, spinning. Yeah, yeah. Or for shooting. Um, mm-hmm. So they had Thing Thing 1, 2, 3, and 4, I believe. Then they had Thing Thing Arena, where people could PvP and shoot each other and stuff. And It was mm-hmm. fun. It was kind of a... I guess it was campaign-based. You go from one level to another, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fun. Kind of violent, <laughs> but it was a, it, it's a good game. I, I think it was particularly on addicting games and armor games. Yeah, God, armor um, games. Lose tower good. defense is always good. I've had a lot of time in a box head zombies when box head zombies. School. I think I remember that. I don't about that one. A lot of box head recess time for twenty minutes straight. We were shooting <laughs> zombies. As we're literally just uh, sitting here thinking about all this stuff, I literally thought of a game and joey you might remember this it's called like the falling sand game yeah you remember this yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. pulled it up oh yeah yeah you could pick different elements like oil and then mix yeah fire and explode i completely <laughs> forgot about this until just now and i was like wow all there's so many games out of these computer games where like luke just asked you how what's your favorite game you said one game it it, it could even, be like a game that you've never even heard of but it was your yeah. personal favorite oh, there yeah. are thousands of computer Hundreds, games thousands and awesome. that's so cool to me mm-hmm. easy to develop yeah one of the coolest things that i can trace back to these games is escape rooms before escape rooms were ever a thing uh-huh. there were the adobe flash games escape the car escape the building oh, oh my gosh those were yeah. all over fun. the place those were oh those are so and those good were so much fun about and those. i gotta believe that at least some of that played into the creation of like physical escape rooms possibly i don't uh, know if i would uh go as far as saying that was like the sole reason for them I mean, not the sole reason but, but like there could have been an impact like, on it you think about like it's like oh this, this is hidden in the back of the car and you yeah gotta, it's it's a point and click so it's easy but that's true i forgot uh, all about those but then these things range like you have something as simple as like a escape the car that's like that can take you five to ten minutes if you're if you just click randomly and right but you also then have like fancy pants adventure too oh that's, my gosh that's wow. all Bringing back so many memories. That's a whole RPG. Not that's a RPG. Whole, that's, a that's a whole two platformer. Wow. Um, you, it's like you have the um, escape wow. from the prison. That's the uh, it's the Stickman ones, and they're narrative based. So you pick like different options, and like three out of the four options will get you killed in a hilarious way, and the fourth one will let you advance to the next riddle. Mm. And so it's like, okay, escape your escape your jail cell. It's like you can file down the the iron bars on the cell and jump out the window. You can uh, kill the guard and take the key. You can uh, get a key smuggled in through, like, a birthday cake. And (laughs) and three out of the four, like, if you jump out the window, you jump out before realizing you're on, like, the ninth floor of the prison. And you just (laughs) splat on the ground. And it's it's like, please restart the game now. And you're back in your cell. And it's like, okay, cool. I'll just smuggle in a key through a birthday cake. And so you do that, you get out, and then you get, like, beat over the head by a guard. <laughs> it's like, okay, restart. I've so, never heard of that before. You've never heard of that? Oh, no. so much fun. They're hilarious, too. Um, Darn, man. Another noticeable one is you guys have probably both played the Impossible Quiz. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's that one. falls under this. And that's, that's a mobile game too now. I think. Is it a mobile I think game? So. Man, yeah. Weird to think about. That really that brings yeah that really brings it back to the your impossible point. Impossible quiz. And now that I'm like really thinking of it. Was Geometry Dash originally a desktop game, or was that automatically? I know mobile? that. I think that was a Flash game at first. I well, no, I, I think so. What happened with Geometry Dash is first came the uh, the Impossible game. Was that what it was called? Yes. Yeah. That was before Geometry Dash, and Geometry Dash took uh, oh, the inspiration game. from that. The Impossible game is a really good like, one. Have to navigate a maze, and if you mess you're up, the, you're, nothing, a, like, you're a red box. Screen. No, you're a red box, and you just you're go back. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The song's like, Dun. you're right, you're right. Dun. And it's like there's 30 levels, and it's I know like what you're talking about in now. between the levels, they'll be like, you're never getting past this one, and then it's easier <laughs> yeah. than the last. And then one. you get past it. Yeah, so it's like one game that comes to mind when I think of these games. I don't know what it's called, but it's when you're in a boat with this like almost kid and then a little baby and you're like firing shots over to the other boat joe you, you've had to you know you have to know what i'm talking about i know exactly what you're talking about but i don't you're know like, what it's called it's like a you shoot like tennis yeah you shoot like tennis balls over you shoot like all these crazy things I do not know this game oh I, dude i know where you're going but i'm thinking more of like a like a tank game where you just fire volleys back and forth and oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about I that was fun whatever it was i i remember slightly but i don't remember the name or any graphical images in my memories or anything yeah i have i'm trying to think of some other ones i'm kind of i'm actually scrolling through armor it's games called right raft now. wars sorry yeah. for cutting you off Ra- raft raft wars. Wars. yeah that was crazy i know oh, i yeah. never Gosh. played that yeah yeah i, I logged in like raft 20 wars. hours in that game. you play as like this hours Friday? it's almost like like a brother duo kind of thing and you have one guy in the front and then a guy in the back and you shoot it's kind of like what the, the tank games are talking about, but more of like an arcade kind yeah, of Yeah, I agree with you. Vibe. It's a little different. But yeah, that game was really cool. So it's called Raft Wars. It was on Cool Math Games. Oh, so cool I forgot about games. Cool Math. Yes. That was, it, that was a good one. You could always get through the firewalls in, in school. Yeah, yeah. They never had it blocked. It was that or Tetris Unblocked. Those were my two... Those are my two only options in school. It was like, okay, we're going to the Mac Lab and uh, not going to get anything done. Yeah, when I went oh. to the Mac Lab, we would play Minecraft. Yeah, I was you gonna played say, Minecraft. Yeah, th- things changed pretty quick. They were able to download because wow, you know okay. we had the older computers, so we we're like playing these like Oregon Trail. Oh I played those too. We played that. You mean like the box ones, the blue ones? Yeah, the, the old dude. Those yeah. back the in St. Louis, ones, they're, the they're like ones. boxes. Yeah, that, at a time that was the best technology. That's of true. The era. I remember when we were at school and there was this dinosaur game. Do you remember yes, that? Yes, 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 yes. And there was also, um, oh, one of my favorite, Bug Dump. Do you guys, Bug you guys remember Bug Dump? Oh, That's yeah. one of my oh, favorites. That's a good game. It was really fun. That's a good game. But yeah. these, are, these were Great the either. early innovators, man. I remember I spent so much time in that dinosaur game. Just we just really good. Just know the name of the game, yeah, right? What was that called? Um, yeah, all these games, guys. We really do not remember. Those are really these have been flash games, though. No, Long you're right. We are getting trails, trail flash. But that's true. One one quick detail: the dra- the uh, dinosaur game. I would run around for so long, and then one day in like second grade, I figured out you can press like the F five key, and that reloads missiles into your yes. Jetpack, and I was yes, like, you can attack things. I was the same way. I was always running stuff, running away from stuff. That's so. crazy. 
easy. Yeah, there were, there were the same experience. You put in to yeah. teleport to certain areas of the map yeah. and to have your dinosaur be equipped yeah. with whatever you Our want. Our first yeah. command codes. Anyway, back to Flash games. Sorry, we kind of got out on a tangent there. Um, Stick Wars. You played Stick Wars, right? A variation of it. You played Stick Wars. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. just boiled out of his seat. Is that the one where there's, like, a lot of different characters and There's you a statue on fight, both sides. Like, and then you can you pick you you buy miners, you have warriors, mages, giants. Yes. You unlock them as you go, and you have to take wow. down the other statue in order to win the fight. Yeah. I think Age I might be thinking of, of a different one. Have you played the one where it starts out you're like cavemen and then you're like really primitive pirate people and then you're like another one, then you're modern no, day military. What's the game called? And then you're I, spin- not, I think no. it's Age of War. Age of War. Look up Age of War. Age of War, or is it it's Age of Empires? It's the same style as... No, it's not Age no. of Empires. I think it's Age of War. No, I've never played this before. But, uh... Let me, let I, me see a picture of that. I kind of like, see... It's the same thing. You One one side mm-hmm. on the left, you spawn units there. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You spawn oh, units no, on the left. That one. You spawn... You, the computer's on the right, and you try to you try to beat them. You can select your difficulty. Yeah. That That's a good one. Uh, I'm, good one. I might have heard of it, but I, I don't think I've ever played it. But, okay, so we've talked a lot about the different games that we've used to play. There's a little bit of nostalgia rolling, but I think the big point of what we're wanting to talk about in this episode is how that serves as a gateway to gaming as a whole. So, for me personally, it was it was kind of my, I, I guess, gateway drug into the, into the world of gaming. I had that before I had my GameCube. We had access to, you know, addicting games, and then we had, like, two scooby-doo point-and-click cd games that could go on the on the pc for the family room so after that i was just like "Ooh, there's games i want to play more interesting games we ended up getting a plug-and-play uh it was a namco uh so we had we had dig dug mappy and um and pac-man and then from there we got the gamecube and it was all depending on your perspective of video games up or downhill from there um yeah. What about you guys? Did you guys ever have these first, or was it consoles from the start? Because I think for me it was a little bit of both. Okay. I, I don't remember when I got my GameCube versus when I started playing Flash games. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Around the same era, I'd say yeah. within five years of each other. But playing the Flash games is cool because that really got me interested in PCs and how how different games and you can just go on the internet, pick a game, and start playing it. You don't have for to go sure. to GameStop at the time. You don't, don't have, have to, to go to the exchange, anything. which really wasn't around at the time. True. You just you don't have to buy anything. You can just go on and play whatever you want. Yeah. Go into a sandbox mode, play Thing Thing for five hours, and that's it. For <laughs> yeah. free. Totally free. Yeah, I kind of have to go with uh, Luke's direction. It was kind of just like my gateway to exploring new games mm-hmm. and seeing what gaming really had to offer. Because I think I, I was very young at the time probably six seven eight when i started to get into the computer type games yeah and then joey started to introduce me into the playstation 2 sly cooper all those kind of fun games and then it all just kind of blended all together Mm -hmm. and over the years i've just kind of forgot about addicting games and all of this and what do you think the legacy has left for gaming as a whole well I, I think first we have to talk about why they stopped or failed, quote-unquote. Yeah, okay, yeah. And if I were to say it all in one thing, I would say it's funding. Because I know Think Thing had four games. Everyone loved it. Yeah. They didn't really make money from it, though. They're like, well, do I want to keep putting in time into something that everybody loves, but there's no way for me to expand my yeah. efforts? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I can't reinvest sense. back into this. It's just based on the software engine, if, if it's going to be better the next version or not. Mm-hmm. So. Um, 
That's true. I, I also think that for, you know, early creators and the people who created these Flash games, I think these were early portfolio pieces to help them get jobs at bigger companies to make bigger games. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, like, this was kind of just a stepping stone. It's like, a hey, uh, Nintendo, <laughs> I've developed seven Flash games for Adobe. Like, I know what I'm doing putting a game yeah. together. I need a challenge. I need something new. Hire me, please. It was like the first era of actual content creators. Yeah. Because now we have stuff like, I'll say, I'll, I'll use Fortnite as an example, how you can go into creative yeah. and they make their own worlds mm -hmm. and people can go into it and support that creator by going into the worlds. Yeah. It's kind of like creating a computer game and then having people play it mm -hmm. and being able to support them by doing For that. For sure, yeah. Uh, crush the castle. That's another one that I crush the castle. You just have like a big trebuchet and you launch oh, yeah. a rock. It's like the earlier that. version of Angry Birds. Yeah. Mm. So you're oh, just trying oh, to like. Angry Birds is a mobile yeah. game. Just saying. That's true. It, it started just, off as a. Uh, oh, no, I probably did start off as like, a. Where things yeah. are going, though. Yeah. Like the Computer most games. popular one that conceptually survived. Yeah, they all just. Were revitalized into something else that had a bigger company working for it, too. It seems like they went. Gameplay, like you, yeah, it seems like what you said, they go from computer games to more mobile, not more of like PC to Xbox or PlayStation, because maybe it's easy to adapt it into a mobile game. Mm -hmm. And there's more eyes on mobile gaming because everybody has mobile right like a phone everyone can play it there's simple games that everyone can get into to first discover like gaming as a whole yeah which is pretty cool but you also talked about um funding but i'd like to mention that addicting games is still up and running and doing very well they were just bought out uh two years ago by enthusiast gaming mm -hmm. uh for 35 million dollars which for a computer gaming website that's, that is incredible it's a pretty good number yeah 35 million 35 million i think 18 million of that was in um cash upfront payment and then some of it was like in stocks and then over time okay. gradually the rest oh, was like five go. million hey. so it wasn't all at one time but yeah fair enough i think addicting games is the staple website for gaming easily it is. i mean easily. that's 35 million in today's day and age that's not a crazy amount but when you think about like flash games yeah i think mm -hmm. of addicting games first because yeah, it has all yeah, these yeah, genres yeah. whatever you want from a to z you yes play whatever you want for sure completely uh, agree good that's interesting what, yeah what about now where's the state of gaming for flash games now that i don't know they're not ah, as popular anymore i know that i would say they're dying i don't think they're doing too well as, well, as I look... I think they um, won't be doing too well soon. Yeah, that's what I'll say. What's really nice about these websites is, you know, you have such an expansive amount of types of games in one yeah. condensed area, and you don't have to buy any of it. Like, they have their own rating systems. They It's it's on a scale of 100. There's this game... They have a Sonic the Hedgehog, which is probably not legal, um, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog Flash version that has 3 million consistent players. And it's got an 80 out of 100 player rating. It was released Whoa. back in 2007. And what's and great, like, there's, there's like offshoots. Like I've seen uh, like a clone of Smash Bros where you can just add in. Like I've seen Naruto in Smash Bros. Yeah, I've seen some crazy it's stuff. Like a, it's like a Flash version of the game. So. Some of the first games for Naruto, I know we kind of talked about what Naruto games we played in the last yeah. few podcasts. Mm -hmm. Check them out, yeah, by the way, if you so. want to. Um, <laughs> now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. <laughs> Anyway, back to the pod. <laughs> so, some of the first Naruto games I played were Flash Naruto games. Yeah. Oh, really? They're all all mm -hmm. Flash games. What style of Naruto was it? Uh, like, how how would you be able to play it? 
it's kind of like a top-down view. Like, let's say you're a Naruto and you use range attacks. So you throw shurikens uh-huh. and other ninja. They were also trying to throw them at you, but they are computers, so you can't spam the space button. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you go around these levels. <laughs> was it like a bird's eye view? It was a bird's thing? eye view, yeah. Oh, top down. Interesting. Isometric style. So yeah. you were kind of walking around, doing your thing, mm, and just for sure. going from point A to point B to beat the level, but interesting. going through people in between that prevented you from achieving the victory. Yeah. So it's kind of wow. like a cool. Naruto version of Legend of Zelda. Yeah, and you can play as Naruto, use your Rasengan, or Sasuke, use your Chidori, your fire attack. It was cool. That's pretty cool that they have that adaptability Mm -hmm. type stuff for even a big anime show like that, which is really cool. But a big thing about that is that they are mostly free, correct? Yeah, they're they're pretty much all free. I'm pretty sure like 99% are free. One of the reasons that they, I think they have to be free for like those types because of licensing if they were to make yeah. any money off of it, they would get copyright demolished by, yeah, all, by Shonen Jump immediately. But, like, since they're free, it's like, all right, sure. But then they could charge uh, the games if they went into a direction where they did, like, their own kind of spinoff. So, like, I know there's a yeah. lot of spinoffs for Minecraft. It's not actually Minecraft, but it's, you know, it's Minecraft. It's Blockcraft. I think another thing why Flash games were huge at the time was because you could go on any website you want, play any games, and there were almost zero ads. No ads. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have to wait 30 seconds, two minutes between rounds of playing Mm -hmm. Uno on mobile. It's crazy. Also, well, I would say there were ads. They're like the sidebars. No, yeah, but not you know, even that much. There wasn't well, that well, not yeah, that much, but that's like the only thing I can think of. Yeah, like is that it would be like a sidebar of the web page. Yeah. Yeah. Ads that existed were so non-invasive to your gaming experience. Yes. Yeah, it was like they, referring they, to another game. Yeah, it was just like, hey, check this game out, and it's like maybe I will. And it's not like those. It's not like all the other ads you see all the time. And and this was before Google knew exactly what you wanted to look up before you knew you wanted to look it up. So side note, real quick, have you guys seen the rumors that there's going to be like ads playing while you play multiplayer games? Like you could be playing Call of Duty and mid match, that ad would pop off I've and it would be like Whopper, 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 Whopper. I heard something about it. I don't think it's actually real or it's going to happen. That better but, just be some like... Like it would be like, there's going to be an ad in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> and it would be like Burger King playing all this stuff. I bet you it'll happen. I don't think it, I don't think to that extent it <laughs> well, will. Well, think about this. Like, you're, let's say you play Call of Duty on a certain map. Yeah. And you look at the table and there's a can that looks exactly like Coca-Cola. Like maybe instead of pulling you out of the game and showing you an ad, there's an ad in the game. Ooh, the product. They do do that. Yeah. Yeah. They do do that. So some see more of that, I think. Burger Town. Like Fortnite yeah. is what I think of when that comes up because yeah, Fortnite's for been sure. revolutionary in the marketing and ad scheme of all of that. They add stuff within the game just like they're adding skins and then people go check that stuff out. That's pretty much advertising for other Yeah, oh, for mediums. sure. It's it's like um have you guys ever watched the show How I Met Your Mother? Uh, I mean, I've heard of it, seen clips yes, of it. Yes, I have. <laughs> so, so a lot of them. A character in the show, Barney Stinson, played by Neil Patrick Harris, he actually gave Red Bull so much free advertising by having Red Bull on the set all the time because he drank it so much. Yeah, that Red Bull gave him a free lifetime supply of Red Bull and a Red Bull mini fridge. That just because the is genuinely placement, awesome. The product placement made made it into so many episodes because he drank it so much. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So it's like that's a really effective strategy, and it doesn't have to take away from your experience of watching a show or playing a game. Red Bull, if you're watching, please sponsor us. Please. Um, Heinz Mustard, please. Anyone, please. <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> please, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, that's Elden. crazy. 
Wait, it's not like regular show. We're like, whoa, what's up? Off of that, my roommate and I, Colin, dude, we've been doing that so much and it's the weirdest thing we were talking about something super random and then we both were like oh thanos from infinity where we're like oh because we weren't talking about infinity war at all and we've been doing that yeah. so much that's but funny it happens all the time oh man but anyway with 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 the words of ads like i'm looking at i am on armor games on my desktop right now and it's and it's like you still got the sidebar but there are other games yeah have you heard man, look at the ads on the, the final side. stand Final, Final stand. stand. Yeah, so it's a zombie defense game. You're stationary, okay. but you can move <gasps> yes. linearly. Yes, I have. So found that. the first mission, you the first mission of the first game, you're stuck in a barn. You you spend that whole day making this barricade, and night falls, and that's where you start. You're you're over with the semi-auto pistol. Yeah, and you, these zombies start coming, and you can move, like I said, back and forth uh-huh. on your concept, and just shoot them. And if you survive the night, you go to the next day, and then. And newer games, which they have a Final Sand 2 and 3, you go out in the day and search for supplies. You can find weapons, new survivors, supplies, yeah, traps that cool. the zombies. It's really cool. And you can move around to different territories. It's neat. So it's you said the first the one is just back and forth? Yeah. So like, is it one-dimensional it's, it's where you move, like, left and right, kind of? It's 3D. Like, it, it would be me moving from left to right. You is know, it a um, like Space Invaders kind of concept? but revolutionized into the modern day. Yeah, yeah, horizontally instead of vertical. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I like that. But then, obviously, like you said, it's upgraded to more expansive. They add more content for each game, basically. I like that. It's cool. Did you guys... Okay, me me and Alex did this uh, quite a few times. Did you guys ever play two-player on the same keyboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Raft Raft Wars is set up like that. Uh, like somebody's WASD and somebody's on the on the. No, but I don't. I don't keys. think so for Raft Wars. I don't. I only remember it being because you had to use the mouse. Hmm. So, but I do remember one game hmm. in particular that I know a lot about. Not a lot about, but okay. it was my favorite with the same keyboard. Fireboy and Water Girl. I don't. Yeah, I've never. It's played one that. of my favorite it's, computer games of all time. Julie, like it's a, it's a puzzle-based game, and it's it's in a level format. So basically, did you ever play? Um, there was a game. Uh, you ever played Cat Dog? Yeah. That that it was like a two D platformer, and you had to get from point A to point B, unlock certain stuff, utilize different elements. Um, that's that's. Water, fire boy, and water girl. F- fire boy and water girl. Fire yeah. boy and, water and there girl. was like puddles of fire where water girl can't couldn't jump in, so fire boy would have to like walk through it. And there's like a different dynamic yeah. of it so that you could solve these puzzles. This is a kind it's, of newer Flash game, isn't it? No, it's not like the it's, past two years. I'm talking like maybe eight. I think this Ooh, was. Like, I think it's like ten or twelve. Two thousand and I'd say two thousand nine or two thousand ten. But there's been like four or five. Yeah. Sequels. I might have seen. One you of may them. have. You definitely. I'll pull it up real quick so you can see it. It's like a teardrop figure and a fi- like a flame figure, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that. I know that um, if you have. If you have the same, what's it called? Uh, if you're using the same I think keyboard, I've seen that. It was always interesting to me when I played with Alex because it was like, okay, Alex, you're going to take the right side of the keyboard. I'm going to take the left side. I'm going to use WASD. Alex, you're going to use the actual arrow keys, which is never used in new games for some reason. Alex is Luke's brother. Yes, that is my brother, by the way, for anyone and who them. Joey and I's cousin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're all one big happy family here at the Gaming Goons. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. So it's like, and, and then there was one or two days where I wanted to play uh, Fireboy and Watergirl by myself. 
It's hard. And I was just you like, literally wait, can't. how do I do both at the same time? I can't bring. I was playing Fireboy yeah. and Water Girl at work the other day by myself because I was so bored. I was like, I need to figure out. And I was like, oh, oh, Fireboy fire. and Water Girl. You're gonna get Fireboy fire. and Water Girl sponsor us. <laughs> oh Obsolete. <my> <laughs> Literally like 10 players. Not been, yeah, they're Concurrent. Gonna, they're going to give us two V-Bucks. That'll be their sponsorship. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, flash games were a time to be alive. You know, they they were they were huge. Yeah, when I was younger. That, yeah. That's all anyone really did. I mean, yeah, we would mm-hmm. play multiplayer on our computers to play flash games. Like, yeah, yeah. Cool. you can play yeah, multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that's so you think about. Do you think about the? Uh, is it Game Pigeon that people use on iPhone? For, yeah, from like yes. iPhone to iPhone. Yeah, in the text. Like, in yeah, the text, in text messages, yeah. but like it was, it was just synchronous. You were all there at the same time, and it was, it was a live multiplayer instead of like a "Hey, I took my shot," and then you didn't respond for three hours. Yeah, that's how Uno is on it. That's yeah. what I do with a lot of friends. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's an interesting concept of just to see the evolution of how those games have either evolved or devolved depending on yeah, your perspective. For sure. And like, I'm trying to think of some other, some of the other games that have evolved into like uh, mobile and. Plants versus zombies. Is that a, is that, that's a, yeah. Cause now I'm thinking about the, I'm thinking about the old mom games. Um, like <laughs> my mom used to play bejeweled blitz so much on Facebook. Cause it was linked to Facebook. I have no idea what that is. It, have you ever played candy crush? Yes. I, that's what I it's, thought. It's I thought candy it crush, similar. but it's with mm. jewels. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so bejeweled blitz, candy crush, all of those are like pop cap games, like plants versus zombies too. Like oh, the ones that were like linked, yeah. the ones that were like, was it pop cap or I think it was think Capcom. Pop cap. Pop cap. Cap. Yeah. Yeah. Capcom. I know Capcom so. is a developer, but yeah. Capcom, yeah. Capcom came up with like Mappy and there's some of the other. That's uh, true. Oh, Capcom is resident evil too. I forgot yeah. about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Pop cap. But pop cap has some of those. That were like they were like linked to Facebook. Like Zenga Poker was on. Yeah, I remember that one. You had to have a Facebook account, and then yeah. and then you could like you know build up your, your, yeah, your money base. Don't, don't get me started on Facebook. Um, Let me get you started with something though. What are you getting started on? Essay Zombies. Ooh. Ooh, that that evolved, and it's still pretty popular. Well, so, not pretty popular. I think I got into it when the second one or third one came out i'm like yeah. it was three this is like the coolest game i've ever played love zombies love defense games and you get to roam around and mm-hmm. enjoy your own experience yeah. very cool very cool so they they have an sas4 and they ported it to steam mm-hmm. they just updated it recently so you can play this map on the moon now which is really cool but before that they didn't update the game on steam for like five years so it the game wow. was what it was that was it you just played it if you liked it you keep playing it. if you didn't like it that was it that's pretty cool so I, I was surprised to see they even made an update for it. I remember it being on PC, uh, and I could still play with you on mobile um, at the time. Yeah. You would play with uh, some of your friends, and you'd be like, hey, Josh, we need a fourth. And then I'd hop on my phone or my iPod at the time and play SAS Zombies, which was really cool, Yo, the, the compatibility yeah. of iPod and PC, mm-hmm. which kind of went in the direction of cross-platforms. True. If you really think about I never it, really that's kind of like way, the yeah. first uh, step towards that. Mm-hmm. Sheesh, that's it's so wild how far these have branched out. That's why I wanted to talk about this for an episode. Yeah, it's like you don't really know or remember all the different ways that that's kind of evolved until you start talking about it. Like that's I, I would never would have thought of like how cross plat, cross play, cross platform play mm-hmm. was kind of 
initiated by that type of a thing. Where yeah, in like a sense. You play on your iPod, your iPhone, and on your desktop. Like, yeah. And now we're at a point where, we, you know, you can have PlayStation, play with Xbox, play with PC, play with Switch. Yeah, it's a massive gaming community now. Yeah. Because of cross-play mm-hmm. and cross-platform. Fun stuff. All right. Anybody else have anything to add? I think we're... Uh, I think we covered most of it. There's probably more stuff we could have gone in, but there's just so many games to talk about. Oh, yeah, so it's just sure. really hard. Yeah, I think overall the best thing about Flash games at the time when it was big was it was a great testing platform for an idea. You for know, sure. you spend not that much time developing it, throw <laughs> yeah, it out there. Yeah. If people like it, develop another game. If not, scratch it and make another game. Yeah. You know? I would it's, say the best platform to test. Yeah, I would say the best part about it is the availability that pretty much everybody had. A lot of people had computers that could run it and it was available to everyone that yeah. could run it. So yeah. That was really it, cool. It kind of goes back to something we were talking about. I think it was last episode um, about like, hey, release finished games. Yeah. If you want to play test it, release a demo, do an open beta, do a closed beta, like go through those processes instead of just like dropping the game and then being like, okay, we'll fix it all later. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. This is a great avenue for that. I mean, even if it's like a, a very raw, if you're looking to get an idea for a story, this would be a great platform because you could just put it in like 8-bit and then go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, right. fun fact, by the way. Ooh, fun fact. My old Xbox gamer tag was Gangsta Bean. I, 2468 is a flash game that I used to play. Oh, really? You were literally a bean that was a gangster. That is so cool. Game, you, you would run around with a gun and shoot other vegetables. And, I and did not know that. I always wondered what Gangsta yeah. Bean even like, meant. I, I never yeah, knew I that either. Gangsta username. Bean 2468. Well, I really like playing the game Gangsta Bean <laughs> right now. So I just said, my name is Gangsta Bean 2468. That's crazy. So, I love it. I'll Joey, what's it. your uh, gamer tag right now? For what platform? <laughs> yeah, it does make a you know what? I think we'll just leave it at yeah. that. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> I really like corn. No, I'm just kidding. Really like corn. Okay, we'll we'll talk about gamer tags and and stuff like that on a, another yeah, episode. That, that's, maybe. A that's, that's a whole. That's a whole episode in itself. Any uh, final comments? Uh, I mean. Not really. I mean, thank you for everyone for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of you listening to the show or watching our clips. Uh, we are now available, as mentioned before, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. If you don't have our preferred platforms, then we will hopefully expand them more as we go. Uh, but for now, that's it for the Gaming Goons. This yeah. is another episode in the books, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hope you guys enjoyed.